What's up, Abundant Babe? I'm so glad you found your way here. You're in the right place for the highest of vibes, the silliest of laughs, and the best of the bunch. All things related to spiritual entrepreneurship and creating holistic success. This is your host, Viola Hug, a coach for women who desire to have it all, alignment, wealth, impact, and joy. Come find me at Viola Hug on Instagram, join my free Abundant Babes group on Facebook, or grab a copy of my best-selling book, You Are an Abundant Babe, on Amazon. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome back to the Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug, and today we are welcomed with very vivacious energy. <laughs> um, very joyful. I, I met this woman actually through, I was interviewed on her podcast. So mm. this is fun to kind of like flip the tables a little bit. And so I'm really excited to welcome you to the show, Nicole. Welcome. Thank you so much, Viola. I'm so excited for this epic conversation because I know that we've had our conversation already on mine and it was just so easygoing and flowing and oh, just so much beautiful energy. So Oh, I'm just excited to do it again. <laughs> oh my gosh, tell me about it. So for those of you who don't yet know Nicole, she is a light worker, energy healer, intuitive quantum coach. She is certified in Reiki neurolinguistic programming or NLP as they call it and life coaching. Okay. So she's got like a very, uh, what, what do you say? Favorite vibe, rebel hippie. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so we're going to have a really fun conversation um, like a big part of what you do, Nicole, correct, correct me if there's anything else you want to add to this, but like basically like transformation, like shifting, um, that, mm -hmm. like shifting your approach to life, like that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the main thing that I'm kind of helping people with is shifting that energy mm -hmm. because they, a lot of people feel so stuck and blocked and they mm -hmm. just don't know where they want to go. And the main thing that I've realized that I'm getting with my clients is, is that clarity because mm -hmm. they're like, what the hell is going on? What do I even want? And then that certainty that they could actually do that. Yeah. That, uh, that vibe, like, Oh my gosh, it's that beautiful moment when you go, Oh my gosh, I can do this. And then oh, yeah. you've got that like burst of energy that you're like, Oh, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> oh my I gosh, just love <laughs> Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you, like kind of from a more personal level, like um, where are you from? How'd you get to where you are? Like that whole jazz, like whatever feels relevant to share. Yeah, of course. So um, my whole life, I feel like I've been doing this my whole life because my whole life has been this journey of trying to understand why the hell am I here? What is the point of all of this? And from a very, very young age, I, I couldn't quite grasp the fact that we were going to grow up, get married, buy a house, buy a dog, have kids, and then die. I was like, that can't be it. There's, yeah. there's something missing for that for me. Mm -hmm. And when, when I was growing up and I had a boyfriend, I was like, okay, cool. I still couldn't really see myself getting married. And I couldn't really understand that this is now it. Okay. Right. Like the next step, get married, get a house, do all of that. And when I finally broke up with him and that, well, that relationship ended, I was like quite upset in the fact that I was like, no, how do I, how do I just get a new boyfriend and then do this all over again? Because the point is there's something more that's missing here. Yeah. And the funny thing is now I've got the husband, the house and the, the kid, and I've got all of that stuff. But the, the part that's not missing is that I've got that purpose 
Yeah. And I've got mm-hmm. that idea of the direction that I'm going in. Mm-hmm. And I've got that something that I'm leaving behind, like a legacy and helping the world. And oh, it's just so freeing and liberating to know that there is so much more to life than husbands and houses. And even though that's amazing, I won't lie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and, it's amazing. And, and, you know, I still haven't got the dog. So that's this one tick that I haven't got is the dog. <laughs> but that is all amazing but there's so much more and when you find that so much more it's just a beautiful that really becomes a beautiful life Mm, totally so um what was kind of the catalyst for you like discovering that it was purpose that was missing for you I think one of the main reasons was every single time I got a job even though if a job was quite fun because of the people you worked with or anything um I actually worked on the cruise ships for a while Mm-hmm. And that was amazing because it's not reality. Mm-hmm. It's not real life. It's like its own world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when I went back to real life and I got a desk job, and even though I was working with incredible people and 90% of the time I was having fun, I was just also again to that question, like there has to be more than this. And I couldn't see myself sitting in a desk job for the rest of my life going, okay, cool. Now I'm just doing this and this is it and you know getting awards and whatever you needed to do to make yourself have that little hit of of excitement that little hit mm-hmm. of okay cool I'm, I'm doing life I'm, I'm good at this thing mm-hmm. but you know then you go back home and when, as soon as you sit in silence for that just a second you go is this it mm-hmm. and it can't it can't be it can't it just can't be and so my mission is now helping people understand that no that is not it and waking them up to the fact that there is so much more and waking them up to the fact that, ah, just, I think I've had a couple of experiences in my life where people have died and I've gone and they felt that they haven't had enough to live mm-hmm. or they've had um, doctors tell them you've only got a year to live. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going to allow that to happen to me. I'm going to wake up now mm-hmm. and live my life now and right. just be be the person I want to be in this life instead of waiting for another different kind of wake up call. That's probably a lot less friendly than I am. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) A little bit more of an asshole wake up call, which is not something. Well, exactly. Like I always say, the universe is always trying to get your attention. And um, I heard someone say it was like the perfect thing. It was like the universe like speaks in whispers. And if you don't listen, it throws a brick. (laughs) It's like, And I feel like that's kind of what it's like, you know? um, It's this like whole experience of that feeling that we have inside is the feeling that is saying like, there's more, look, you could be doing like feeling so much more purpose, Mm. so much more fulfillment in your life. And um, it is sad that for a lot of people, it does take like a quite big wake up call. Um, Mm. I mean, it's, not really sad because at least they have the wake up call. But, you know, for me, I had a similar experience with when I lost my dad to cancer. That was, that was my wake up call. And Mm. it's, we live in such a world of duality. Like I wish it never happened. I'm so sad about it all the time. Still, like it's been 16 years, but, um, at the same time, I'm so grateful. I had that experience at such a young age. So it didn't take me to get to 40, 50, 60 before I thought, mm. hmm, maybe, exactly. you know, I want to find a little bit more purpose in my life now. And um, yeah, so. Mm, it's such my- a beautiful thing. It's like, I always yeah. call it the beautiful chaos. Like, yeah. and it's such a weird, because when you say duality, it's, it's, in, 
a weird feeling because you see these things happening. But mm -hmm. when I see them happening to other people, I'm also a bit like excited for them. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's next for you is going to be amazing. It's, oh, it's, and it's a, such a beautiful thing to watch. And oh. yeah. And it's, I see that in so many facets of life. Like there's obviously like extreme examples and then there's even like little examples when we're in our businesses and it's like, can feel like sometimes we're not getting the results that we desire or we're not, um, you know, where we should be. And like, we get in our head about all of this, this stuff, but it's yeah. like, I'm, I always like have this like secret little smile because I'm like, I know it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Like, real excited. It's so exciting. I was actually speaking to a friend last night who um, was having a little bit of an issue with someone, one of her clients, and mm -hmm. was seeking a little bit of counsel. Mm -hmm. um, and it was quite interesting because she was telling me this, going, I don't know where to go. And I was just like, this is just a spiritual awakening. Like, this is just like step number three on the spiritual awakening. And it's going to go, it's whether you call it a spiritual awakening or the breakthrough or whatever it is, there's mm -hmm. always that moment where there's this dark night of the soul where you're kind of like, what is life? And you, especially, and it feels so much worse because you've had the dream and you yeah. get excited and you've got the direction, you've got the clarity and you're like, yes, I've got this now. I'm mm -hmm. on a mission, blah, blah, blah. And then you get to this point where you're like, I don't have the dream anymore. I've lost the clarity. I've lost the direction. And then you're like, oh my gosh, now, now I'm feeling really terrible. And I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> wait for it I, I know and I think it's like, like our spirit team must be like an even like higher level of that you know like all the times like when we're like struggling our spirit team's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> wait till I wait till you see what I've got planned for you next week yeah, yeah it's so um, exciting it is yeah. and I think being able to shift that mindset is really important and it's like again there's so so many conversations and different layers that could be had here um, mm. because as much as it's like really when we start to shift our perspective on challenge we can really start to um, appreciate what we're learning what we're going through in our growth and we start to see challenge in a very different way but then at the same time as well, it's like so important to acknowledge where we are. It's so important to acknowledge the things we're feeling and that we're going through because um, we don't want to just be bypassing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's also an important thing to know. Yeah, uh, that's huge. I always have this image in my mind about um, when you're not letting emotion pass through you. And I don't know, I don't know why, but you know, mm -hmm. I'm a weirdo like that. And I have like pictures in my head and stuff, yeah. but I have this like little mind, like if you've got, sadness or anger or anything like that and you're not allowing it to pass through you i've got this image of this little grave digger like in your body like just digging a little hole and just like that emotion just like getting all tucked in there and just gonna sit there and wait until you're ready to feel it and until that moment it's gonna sit there so it's not like you're not ever gonna feel it it's just it's just digging that hole deeper and deeper and anchoring itself deeper and deeper into you until it's like hey i'm still here are you ready for me yet? Like, just let me pass through, please. <laughs> and yeah, I've just got that, that, that image in my head. So I'm just, I keep telling people, just feel the emotion. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be energy in motion. You're supposed to allow it, feel it, and then let it go. Yeah. So that's super, super important. Yeah. So for someone who is like, um, you know, regardless whether it's like a whole, like I need to find my purpose in life or whether they're at a stage where they're already kind of like doing their purpose, but they're kind of in this space of like, 
you know, that transitional phase, like right before an, their next breakthrough or whatever, like mm-hmm. what kind of um, words can you speak on that or, or, or yeah, like what comes to mind when I prompt you with that? Oh, so right now, the only, the main thing that keeps coming up for me is decision. Mm-hmm. So there's never, every time we we're either in the beginning of the journey or the middle of the journey, we always come up with these things that we need to decide, but what we are, generally used to is not making a decision we're so bombarded with all these choices all the time but 90 percent of the population never makes a decision Mm -hmm. and the problem with that is that when you're faced with all these choices and you don't actually make a decision or you make half decisions the rest of your mind is so cluttered with all those other things that you could choose that you never ever get that clarity Mm -hmm. so i love to say 100 percent over 98 percent decide on something Mm-hmm. Even if you're not 100% sure, decide on something because then everything else falls away mm-hmm. and you get that clarity. And yeah. when that happens, then you will be able to feel if it's the right decision or not. You know, when you get, when someone says, oh, which restaurant do you want to go to? And you're like, oh, that's fine. Like, I don't really mind. And then they say, okay, well, let's go to like Chow or something. You're like, oh no, actually, I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, once a decision has been made. Yeah. So the, the thing is just to make that decision And then even if that decision is the wrong one, you can be like, okay, no, now I'm going to change it because now I can feel in my body, Mm -hmm. which one that actually feels right. But until you do that, until you make the decision, you're just, there's so much clutter and you just don't know what to choose. And I think that's always the first step in any direction. Mm. And I think it's so important as well with decisions to like actually fully make the decision being like, well, maybe I'll do this then. That's not a decision, yo. Like that is teeter tottering in the middle somewhere awkward where your energy is going to be mediocre your experience is going to be mediocre and it's not going to make sense it's still going to be fuzzy so getting into a space of like this is my decision I'm going to completely own it and I say that like Mm -hmm. I, I really mean that about like every decision that we make like I always say um, if you, if the answer is no, like if you're contemplating on something and, um, uh, th- that you want to do something or you're invited to do something and you are like, oh, well, maybe I should or da da da, but then you decide, no, just make it an empowered. No, just be like, yeah. I'm saying no. And I feel good about the fact that I'm saying yeah. I'm, I feel good about what I'm choosing instead, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if you say no, and then you're beating yourself up or you're like, well, maybe I sh-, that's like your energy's not going to be crisp and clear and there's, yeah, you're going to lack the clarity in your next steps. And it's, it's going to be kind of like an energy that like haunts you, so to speak, in yeah. your decisions versus if you decide to say yes, like make it an aligned yes and completely own that yes as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. hundred percent. And there's so much power in that. When you start making decisions that are for you and you start owning those decisions, you, you literally feel this power within you because when you're not justifying anything that you do to anybody, then you are your own power. Yes. So you don't have to justify your no, and you don't have to justify your yeses. And the second that you're justifying anything, I feel like it's a no because, ah, uh, I can't remember who said, actually, I think it was Kyle Cease. As soon as you start justifying something, then it's not really for you. Mm. Then it's not really a real yes. Like, for example, you don't have to justify to anybody why you love your child. Mm-hmm. You just do. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to tell him. Like, if someone says, mm, you know, why do you love your child? Because I do. Why yeah. are you asking me that? <laughs> yeah. So, like, why do you do this job? Because I do. Like, I love it. And it's, I don't have to explain it. Like you can explain and educate people, but you don't have to justify your moves. And Mm -hmm. there's such a different power in that. 
And I just love. Also, I think it's like deciding not to justify as well, because I think sometimes we live in a space where it's like, we're conditioned to have to think we have to justify. It's like, oh, will you do this thing for me? And it actually doesn't feel like good for you to do. And you're like, well, no, because I'm really busy and I have 10,000 and this and this and this, I would really love to, but sorry, like I can't. And then you're just like, you can just say no. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and it's bullshit as well no, you. And you don't you don't really love to that's yeah. it's total bullshit because you're like actually I don't want to but you're too scared to say the thing that you actually want to say because you yeah. think you're going to either be judged or rejected or mm-hmm. you think you're going to be mean to other people and yeah the, we've been conditioned to think that justifying something that you do or don't want to do is being mean because you're blunt but yeah. I think we need to change that around we, we need yeah. to be able to say no thank you I don't feel like it tonight or yeah no, thank you. I'm just, just no, no yeah, just, just no. <laughs> and I think that's where it comes back to. Sorry, like, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think that's where it comes back to like communication because when, um, if someone's like, can you do this? And you're just like, no. And like, you don't have a, like a, any sort of like relationship standard that it can come across. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, you know, I always say if you're triggering people, is it really a bad thing? Because, you know, (laughs) triggering wakes people up because what happens when someone gets triggered is they go away and they think about it. You've had that. You've been triggered by Mm -hmm. something. And then you're like, I can't believe they said that. Where do they come off saying that? I wouldn't. And then you like start thinking about it and you're like, maybe like, I'm, maybe it's me. (laughs) You know, like I've had people say to me that when they first started following me, they were triggered by me and they're like, who is this woman? And then, and then later they're like, biggest fan, you know, <laughs> because just like it happens. And I've had that before yeah. as well, where I've been triggered by something and I'm like, why am I so triggered by this? And then I'm like, oh my God, it's because mm-hmm. they're so in their power. And I wish I could be that in my power or it's this or it's that. So, I mean, even if you just say no, it's fine. Like possibly if you're really, truly following your, um, the right thing for you and you say mm-hmm. that no with a good intention, then maybe that's the right thing. But then at the same time as well, it's like, you can communicate in nice ways. Like you can have, you can watch your tone. You can say, Mm. no, thank you. You know, like you can smile about it. And, um, you know, depending on the situation, obviously there's different um, ways of conversation that are relevant, but that is the biggest thing that I see um, that where people get held up is they're like, I don't want to be mean, but it's like, well, then don't don't communicate in a mean way and you're fine. (laughs) And you know, that's the thing about communication is that at the end of the day, communication or like people think communication is I need to say something. And if they take it the wrong way, that's on them. But what I've noticed is that you need to take extreme ownership for everything. So Mm -hmm. both parts of the conversation. So you need to be able to read the person that you're communicating with and understand that maybe with this specific person, I need to communicate in this specific way to get the result that I want. So if you know, just saying a plain no to this person is going to trigger them by all means, you can say it in a way to get the response that you want instead of just saying it and then getting a response and going, Oh, you know, why did she, why did she say that? Like, Mm -hmm. why is she so offended? Like I, that's, it wasn't my intention, but what I've noticed is that intention and results are often very, very far away from each other. And you need to be responsible for both sides of that. Set Mm -hmm. the intention that you want, but then own the entire process of the communication and really understand okay, this person is a little bit more sensitive. So I need right. to communicate in a way that's going to land for her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's yeah. when you I, take everything, yeah. life becomes a little bit easier, I think. Yeah, totally. And it's like easier for all involved as well. And like an mm-hmm. example that was coming to mind when you were saying that is like, 
love languages, right? Like most of us have heard of the five love languages and it's like people get like frustrated that their partner is not like whatever. And it's like, well, that's because you have different love languages. Like you have the good intention, you're communicating in your own love language, but they're receiving it differently because they receive it differently. And same goes for human design. Like um, I'm a manifester. So actually for me to inform is really important. Like, again, I don't need to justify, I don't need to ask for permission, but I do need to tell people what I'm doing. Right. Like I do need to tell people what's up. And then my husband's a projector and for him being recognized is really important. So if my energy is grateful, that, you know, doesn't mean a lot to him uh, unless I express that. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and it's not, it's, even though I am such a grateful person, it's not actually on a day-to-day basis, my natural instinct to be like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, it's implied. Of course I'm grateful. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so I've like adjusted that in my relationship. And then on the other hand, he's also adjusted because also as a manifester, I like to be informed. So he also makes sure he informs me more. Right. So it is such an important thing to be aware of as well. And obviously if we're dealing with complete strangers and everything, we don't always know their, um, their vibes, but um, that's where being in ownership and knowing that you know say it the way that you feel you can best communicate it yeah and then whatever the outcome of that is own that that was created from that communication style yeah it's oh it's so exciting I mean I've I've just been so obsessed with the way people think and energy and Mm -hmm. and all of that and just analyzing how people show up in this world and I think that's just such an way to with the communication is probably one of my favorites and connecting with people yeah. and connecting with humans and understanding them is just such a joy for me because it just sparks that like interest and I'm like Ooh, yeah. who is this person? how do they think and yeah <laughs> so cool yeah so in like I don't, if there's anything else that comes to mind for you before we begin to wrap up in terms of like the um the type of work that you do, like the messaging that you might want to share or like some like tangible things people could even take away from, yeah, just like the type of work that you choose to share with the world. Yeah. I mean, the main, the main thing that I absolutely love to talk about is the desire. Like we've all got this desire and a lot of people think that they don't have the desire, but you do, you just, you've, you've hidden it under all the fear under everything because you're so scared to let it out and desire is so far away from want like you want that new pair of shoes or you want like a chocolate bar or whatever but desire is the something that really sits within you and it comes up every now and again and if you're not acknowledging it then you're just kind of squashing it down Mm -hmm. and what I'm what my purpose is and what I'm really really passionate about is lighting that desire on freaking fire Mm -hmm. so that you cannot do anything without wanting to create something from that desire you cannot when you sit down and you're like I'm just gonna chill I'm just gonna have like watch Netflix and and do the thing you 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 can't you just I have to write a list of a thing to do an action plan or that's the kind of desire that I want to ignite in people. Mm-hmm. And I want, I want you to understand and acknowledge that life is short and to stop pushing down your desires because of fear of rejection and judgment and stop letting fear drive because that feeling when that desire comes up and you get to play with it and you get to create something from that thing that you want is the most beautiful thing ever and I'm just so passionate about people waking up now like 
please let me be your catalyst for transformation. Let me be your wake up call instead of the doctor's letter or someone else dying or anything else that's mm-hmm. hectic happening in your life. Start, don't like listen to the whispers, listen to this podcast and be like, okay, cool. This was my sign. This yeah. was my sign. I'm now going to do the thing. And yeah. I mean, Napoleon Hill said it so perfectly because he said that you can do anything with a four step process, which is decide on what you want, like ignite the burning desire, have the burning desire, have faith that you can do it and then make a plan and put it into action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just so, so simple. So my, my part of that is ignite that burning desire and then wait so that you cannot but do anything but seek help to make that happen whether it's me or someone else mm-hmm. or you know just make it happen yeah make it happen, <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> yeah seriously guys <laughs> and i think what i think is so cool about desire is that there's an there's a next level desire mm. all the time and yeah like younger that used to freak me out i'm like oh my god but if there's always something else then what will you ever be happy uh-uh. I was so um, disconnected from the fact that it's the experience, right? It's yes. everything that it takes to get there. That is really the joy. It's like mm-hmm. not so much about the end result at all. And I never understood that when I was younger. And it's like, you get to enjoy the end result when you get there, obviously, but then there's also, we're designed for evolution. There's a next level desire. And if there's something like, this is a good question, especially if you're someone who feels like you've plateaued, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're somebody who feels like you've been like doing really well and then all of a sudden there's a plateau, you can ask yourself like, where's the burning desire in your life right now? And if you can't feel it, we got a problem, yo. Like mm-hmm. that's where it's like time to start like shifting and, and looking and, and, and seeing how you can get it, get a little bit uncomfortable and, and change things so yes. that you feel that pull again. Yeah, because I think people think they also have to go in one direction for the rest of their life. Like they find that that purpose because mm-hmm. the purpose is you creating that purpose. So mm-hmm. people think they find their purpose now and now this is the direction. Mm-hmm. And then when that does plateau, they're like, oh, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. And then when you say like find that desire, often that's scary again because sometimes it is in a completely different direction. Or because of your growth, you've opened up these other parts of you that you're too scared to let out. Mm-hmm. And often that that is super, super uncomfortable. And because you've been on this path for so long now and you've declared to the world what you're now doing, it's even more scary to then shift and change into something different. Mm-hmm. But that is what life is. It's about that growth. It's about that expansion. It's about that shift in following your joy, whatever that is, whatever lights you up. And that's my, my, my purpose on this planet is helping people find what lights them up mm-hmm. and making sure they get lit doing it. And mm-hmm. the wildfire that I'm wanting to create is my mission is me being lit up all the time and inspiring mm-hmm. other people to then light up and inspiring more and more and more mm-hmm. so that we create this wildfire of people that are living these like amazing wildfire lives that they're just like, hell yes, this is my life. Like, is this my life? This is my life. Oh my yes. God, this is my life. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Totally here for that. Oh my God. So cool. <laughs> so where can people come hang out with you if they're wanting to get into your wildfire vibes? Oh my gosh. So um, the main place at the moment where I'm just being so, so much energy is I've got a wildfire community. It's called We Are Wildfire on Facebook. Please come and join us there. That is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and on Facebook I'm Nicole Middleton on Instagram I'm Nicole Middleton.co and if you want to hear some epic conversations about being lit up and all the fun stuff you can find the podcast we are wildfire as well mm-hmm. and look for my episode <laughs> yes yes i will actually you will actually share it on viola's page so that you yeah. can find it again and, and look for that episode that was so epic <laughs> yeah that was so much fun all right well thank you so much for joining me and to those of you listening thank you so much for being here i know you can be anywhere in the world right now and you're here so yes high five virtual high five <laughs> and um we'll see you all on the next episode thanks again nicole Thank you so much, Viola.